Morning, it's November 28th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Once again, I have to go back to the economy and how impact it impacts the average American. It's also emblematic of how tone-deaf the Biden administration is on these issues. From the onset of his campaign in 2020, Biden made it clear he would wage war on the fossil fuel industry. He was surrounded by woke environmentalists who view the world through their own prism. They mostly live in urban areas and think that changing the way the world drives their vehicles, cooks their food, and eats their homes is the most important issue to the average American. Now, they're wrong again, but they're drowning, drowning out any comment that rejects their policies. They know better, and the people should just listen to them. Now, I want to make it clear from the outset, I'm not against renewable forms of energy. I think we should continue to develop the technologies, and as they grow, allow the marketplace to dictate how they're accepted. But if they're the panacea that these wonderkins think they are, they'll win out in the long run. But you cannot force-feed them to a populace that does not believe that they're going to help them today. Now, we've all read about the Biden administration's effort to push us to buy EVs. Well, it's not going to be going that well for automakers. General Motors recently revealed that they're losing money on each and every EV they produce. As a result, GM's abandoning its plan to build 400,000 electric vehicles from 2022 through mid-24. And they're doing this to increase profitability to keep the company afloat. They just paid out a ton of cash in that labor settlement. In October, Honda and GM scrapped a plan to jointly develop an affordable EV. Other auto companies are following along as they realize the average American cannot afford the true cost of these vehicles. Ford Motor Company let it be known they're losing $36,000 for every EV it sold last year. You can't keep doing that. In the past, I've listed some of the reasons the public resists EVs. <clears throat> One, they're too expensive. You can't tell somebody they got to buy a $75,000 car and the car companies are losing money. Two, charging has become more expensive on public chargers. And not everyone can charge in a personal garage. Three, it's inconvenient. You have to plan a trip around charging the car. Four, they're not holding their value. The average used EV dropped 25% last year. And fifth, finally, drivers have range anxiety. You have to add hours to your trips as you plan where you're going to charge. And now the Biden administration wonderkins have turned their guns on heating your home. Data is always handy for measuring where things are and will be, and the federal government's energy statistics are painting an ugly picture of the present and future when it comes to the loud push to electrify all of our useful, well-functioning appliances. The sad part is the policies behind these misguided efforts are already costing Americans and forcing those in poverty or on fixed incomes to make choices between heating their homes or having enough food for the coming winter. That unacceptable situation comes in a winter fraught with the increasing real risks of blackouts in the dead of the 2024 winter for 50% of the country. The annual Consumer Energy Alliance Winter Energy Cost Analysts finds that the Americans would have paid $137.4 billion more for their homes heating and energy bills this winter if plans to mandate the use of electricity only for heating, cooking, and cooling had been in place. Thankfully, those efforts have so far failed at the federal level, and families that have energy options, including the use of natural gas, will benefit by an estimated 21% this, this winter. The $137 billion figure comes from the residential energy cost data the Department of Energy is legally required to update every year and slipped out the back door with a Federal Register item in August. Now, the DOE reports <clears throat> shows a stunning 32% average price increase, ranging from 16% to 55% since 2021 for electricity, natural gas, heating oil, propane, and kerosene. This is certainly nothing to brag about and politically risky. If there is a better example of how the current administration's existing proposed 
<clears throat> energy policies are costing Americans, taxpayers, and voters alike? I can't think of it. But facts don't matter to these policymakers. In this year, they have succeeded in limiting traditional energy development on federal lands and waters, including New Mexico and the Gulf of Mexico. They block energy infrastructure like pipelines. Then they complain when prices rise and tell the oil companies they have to lower their prices. Well, the remedy's simple. An inclusive set of energy policies that balances a need for dependable, affordable, abundant, and environmentally sound energy. Voters have to step up and urge their elected leaders and policymakers to put their priorities first, balancing all of them together to develop common sense policies. If and when renewal becomes more viable, the market will dictate the shift. Until then, all they're doing is raising the cost of energy each and every one of us, and they don't seem to care. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.